Welcome to Bite by Bite Nutrition for Life, a broadcast of Purdue University Extension, where we cut through the hype, explore the science behind food and nutrition, and provide practical tips for incorporating healthful strategies into everyday life. It's 2023, and the new year, new you, fad diets are hitting social media hard. Why in the year 2023 am I still seeing hashtag detox diet or hashtag alkaline diet? But never fear, I'm here once again to debunk these crazy silly diets. Let's start with the alkaline diet. The premise for this diet is that the food you consume can alter the pH value of your body. Foods such as meat, grains, and alcohol are all acidic, making your body pH acidic, while fruits, vegetables, and nuts are alkaline, making your body more alkaline or basic. The idea for how this happens is that our body burns the food we eat for energy. And if you were to burn, let's say, firewood, it leaves an ash. People who peddle this diet suggest that there is an ash left behind after our food is digested, and this ash affects our body pH. They also suggest that you monitor your pH levels by checking the pH level of your urine. So let's learn how our body pH works. First off, the pH of our body varies depending on the organ. So, for example, our stomachs are full of hydrochloric acid to help digest food, making this a very acidic environment and organ. But the human blood pH is fairly neutral and falls within a very small range of 7.36 to 7.44. And I don't know if you're very familiar with the pH scale, but it's on a 1 to 14 scale, so that is a very tiny range. And if your blood falls out of this range, it can be fatal. So no, there is not a large percentage of the population out here walking around with highly acidic or alkaline blood, because guess what? They in fact wouldn't be walking at all. It is actually nearly impossible for food to change the pH value of our blood, but food can easily change the pH value of our urine. So this is one of the ways in which our bodies are way smarter than these fad diets are. So our kidneys work to remove any excess acid through our urine. So yes, if you eat a high-protein food like a steak, your urine will be acidic as your body works to help keep your body in that acid-based balance, which is very important. And remember, the alkaline diet recommends you check your urine pH. And this is actually a very, very poor indicator of overall body pH and has nothing to do with your general health. Your lungs also get involved in the process of controlling body pH as well as the kidneys. And so the kidneys produce bicarbonate ions. These bicarbonates bind to the acid and form carbon dioxide. And I think we're familiar with the fact that we breathe out carbon dioxide. And this also makes water, which you pee out. So like many fad diets, the diet itself can be healthy, promoting a diet high in fruits and vegetables and plant-based proteins like legumes and nuts. But there are no reliable human studies to suggest that these diets alkalize the body and thus cause the positive effects of eating well-balanced diets of fruits and vegetables. So now that we got that one out of the way, let's go to the real inspiration for this episode. Yep, it was an Instagram post. This post was a graphic with nine signs your body needs a cleanse. (laughs) My favorite. The cleanse or detox diet trend is really touting the same nonsense that the alkaline diet is. They say, do a cleanse or eat this way and eliminate harmful toxins from your body. Typically during a cleanse, you must first fast, you know, eat nothing, then follow a very strict diet of fruits and vegetables only and drink some concoction to give you the screaming poops. Once you've done this, you have rid your body of what toxins? Wait, what toxin did that coffee enema just clean out of my body? That's right. 
We have no idea because these diets never tell you which toxin it is targeting. And in fact, there is no evidence that even supports these diets remove any toxins from our bodies at all. As stated earlier about the alkaline diet and in many other episodes, our body is really smart. Our body already has mechanisms in place to cleanse our body. The liver makes toxic substances harmless and ensures you poop, pee, or sweat them out. And don't forget about the kidneys and lungs who are also working together to maintain our body pH and ensure our body stays in that acid-base balance. But you know what? Let's find out what those nine signs were on that post that I saw and let's see if we can debunk them at all. So the first one on there was bloating. When we eat food, our body has to work to digest it. This can sometimes cause bloat as your body works. 100% normal. No need to worry about it. And it should be mild. But if you do have sustained bloat or discomfort, you should probably seek medical attention. This could be signs of constipation or some other gastrointestinal problem. But the only thing bloating might have to do with a detox is the fact that you've got a whole lot of feces backed up in there. Food cravings was another one. And first, it's this detox diet that's giving you those cravings, girl. When your body needs food, it causes an imbalance of your hunger and fullness hormones, making you crave food. But anyway, food cravings can actually be caused by many things, such as, you know, PMS, lack of sleep, a poor diet, dehydration, and an increase in physical activity. Besides that, stress can cause cravings for comfort foods. And well, we just finished the holidays, so a lot of stress there. Um, But that certain time of year or the location you went to, so Christmas at grandma's house, can cause you to have cravings for, you know, certain kind of foods that you only get at Christmas time. But if you ask me, that detox diet is only going to increase cravings. Constipation was another one. And as mentioned with the bloat, constipation is normally a reason for bloat. And so you need to increase your physical activity and drink plenty of water to help get some relief. Or see a doctor if these typical methods aren't working. When people change their diet, they often increase their fiber consumption. And well, fiber is really good to help with bowel movements. But if you don't pair it with water, things can get a little stuck. And yeah, being plugged with feces is definitely toxic. The fourth thing on that list was irritability. And girl, the only thing irritating here is the fact that we are still debunking the silly diet. Constant colds. While you won't need a cleanse to help with the constant colds, a well-balanced diet can help. I know you've all heard the saying, an apple a day keeps the doctor away. Well, when you eat a well-balanced diet full of fruits and vegetables, whole grains, and lean protein, you get all the vitamins and minerals your body needs. Fatigue was another one listed on our top nine here. And well, before we go claiming our diet is the problem for our fatigue, I think we should probably be checking how many hours of sleep we're getting. And naturally, with the fatigue, trouble sleeping was another uh, cause for needing of a cleanse. And sure, the overconsumption of alcohol and some high-calorie meals doesn't improve our sleep, but neither does being on the toilet all night from that concoction you drink. So if you want to know more about how diet can actually impact our sleep, we got an episode on that. Go check it out. (sighs) Headaches. Just like irritability, I am getting a headache from all this fad diet nonsense. But for real, headaches could be from alcohol, smoking, changes in your sleep, dehydration, and even a sinus headache. That cleanse sure isn't going to help you, though. 
And the last one on the list was skin breakouts. And I don't really want to touch this one because I don't really know what it means. Does it mean pimples? Does it mean a rash? What does it mean? I don't know. And I also like to stay in my lane. So I'm going to leave this for the experts on skin. And I would recommend you see a doctor for whichever kind of skin irritation you have. And yes, diet could be a factor. But again, this is not something that should be treated with a cleanse, but instead a physician recommendation. So that was the nine, but you know what? It's the new year and plenty of people are trying to sell you the next life-changing diet. So please think twice before you buy into these new trends. I know eating a well-balanced diet of fruits and vegetables, low-fat dairy, lean proteins, and whole grains isn't exactly sexy and flashy, but you know what? It works. So if you made a New Year's resolution to change your diet, physical activity, or maybe the way your body looks, I would encourage you to think about the motivation behind this resolution and make a SMART goal to help you achieve it. Elimination diets are typically the quickest way to fail. My suggestion would be to find something you can add. Adding is always more appealing than having to remove something. So, and typically when you add, you are inadvertently leaving room, not leaving room for something else. So when I fill my plate with fruits and vegetables at lunchtime, I have filled my plate and stomach with nutrient-dense foods instead of the bag of chips that I would normally eat. I didn't have to remove the chips. There just simply wasn't room for them on my plate. But of course, if you need that salty crunch that those potato chips give you, let yourself eat those chips because otherwise that food craving is going to backfire on you later. And when you've set these goals, please make sure that these goals are to truly improve your health. Improving your health will allow you to be around longer for the loved ones in your life. It will allow you to ski down that mountain that's been on your bucket list for years. Or maybe it will just allow you to sit and simply enjoy the beauty of the world around us. But don't change the way you look because you want to look like the person next to you at the grocery store or that filtered influence who told you, you got to look like me. We are all unique. And no matter what diet you follow, you're never going to look like the person next to you. If this is your first time listening to us, check out other episodes where we debunk many popular fad diets and trends. And don't forget to subscribe and share with your friends. Keep joining us on Bite by Bite Nutrition for Life. Remember to ask questions, challenge the myths, and stay true to you. <laughs>